Julian Edlow here for DraftKings. The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here. And DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. Conference tournaments, Final Four, to win it all, you name it, it's all available on the DK Sportsbook app. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code ROSS. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code ROSS. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-777 or visit ccp.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort located in Kansas, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario, bonus bets expire 160 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. If you'd like to make your NFL games a little more interesting, you've come to the right place. It's the Even Money Podcast with Ross Tucker and Steve Fezzik. Yeah, Vegas, baby, Vegas. It is the Even Money Podcast, and it is presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's number one sportsbook app. I'm Ross Tucker, former NFL offensive lineman, five teams, seven years, classic journeyman. Now I got a bunch of media gigs, and I got my buddy Steve Fezzik texting me while I'm calling Army and Middle Tennessee State. I'll be on the call for Louisiana Monroe and Army on Saturday, Monday night in the booth for the G-Men and the Steelers with Ian Eagle, and I love this show. Look, I love the Ross Tucker Football Podcast, love the Fantasy Feast Podcast. Episode one of that comes out tomorrow for the week. We'll help you set your lineups and all that stuff, right? Ross Tucker Football Podcast is daily tomorrow. We've got Andrew Brandt. They're all great, but let's be honest. There's something special about this show. It's just fun. It's fun to place bets on teams and say, hey, this is what we're doing. This is what we think is going to happen. And I do it with the only two-time winner of the Super Bowl of professional football gambling, the great Steve Fezzik. You know that Fezzik is the guy at Fezzik Sports. I'm at Ross Tucker NFL on all the various social media platforms. Producer Brian slash intern Casey, they both are at Ross Tucker Pod, Twitter and Instagram. Can't tell you how much we appreciate when you just retweet or like, even if you just rate and review the show. You send that to me, Ross at RossTucker.com. I will let you go ahead and ask us a question on the show just for rating and reviewing. The Even Money Podcast. Steve, it's NFL Week 1, and for the first time ever, before we dive into NFL Week 1, I have to ask you if you have any other bets in the playoffs of NHL or NBA that you need to tell people about. Interesting. I am on the Houston Rockets tonight. I think it's the first good spot in the series for the Rockets. Game 1, the Rockets were gassed off a seven-game series, still one. And game two, the Lakers had the zigzag. I think the Rockets give the Lakers all they can handle tonight in game three. Totally agree. In fact, I, I was just saying that on a, on a different show. I like the Rockets getting the five points. I feel like they put a uh, 
a point spread tax on the Lakers every time that the Lakers ever play because people just bet on the Lakers. And I knew that because my dudes over at betql.com and on the betql app, they like the Rockets. They don't think Russell Westbrook is going to shoot seven threes again for absolutely no reason. They like the Rockets. You're going to give me five points? I mean, they blew them out in week one. Then even when you get to uh, the second game, week one, the first game, the second game, you get to the point where it was pretty clear in that second game that it was a competitive game. Go to betql.com, enter code ROSS20 for 20% off your first payment. If you live in New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Indiana, they got exclusive offers for you. But I'm telling you, all the algorithms, all the info, if nothing else, use it to reassure yourself, reaffirm, confirm, or maybe deny what you are already thinking. BetQL app, betql.com, code ROSS20 for your first payment. All right. We've got Brian on the screen, youtube.com slash Ross Tucker NFL for a reason, Steve. It is finally here. Our bets have been stellar over the years. I'll post on Twitter how good they've been. You know it. I know it. Listeners know it. You ready for this this year, Steve? I am. I will say this, Ross. You did a marvelous job calling the Army game because you could have not gotten a more le- or a less competitive game and you kept it compelling. I'll say this about Army and Navy games. I would argue they're some of the easiest ones to live wager. If these teams can run the ball at five yards a crack or more, they're unstoppable. They score every single series. There's no variance. If they can't run the ball, they're dead in the water. Yeah, it's a good it's a good point. I think it's a really good point. And you can usually tell pretty early because they either have a good plan for stopping the triple option and they can do it or they can't. All right, Bri, let's get it going. Hopefully, I haven't even, I gotta reach out to the Birdman today. Hopefully, the Birdman is going ahead and grading us again this year, just in case Stevie Shalabel, Sean Grady, if you guys can be our backup. For the Birdman, that would be awesome. Let's do it, Bright. All right, Ross, let's start off. Game one of 256. It's the Houston Texans at the Kansas City Chiefs. The Texans are getting nine points, not 101, as we're talking about on on DraftKings. We'll get to that in a little bit. Nine-point favorites uh, are the Chiefs in this one. Over-under is 54.5. Ross started off. So let me ask you this, Steve, just off the start here. In general... Week one, usually good weeks for you or bad weeks for you? Interesting question. It's probably my most bet week, but that's because I've been betting since April when these lines came out. So I'm not going to have many plays today, but I have a whole lot of bets. I mean, I got the Steelers minus two and a half against the Giants. Well, now I'm leaning Giants now that the line's up to five and a half or six. So you get the idea that these have been the most bet into lines already. Now in a COVID year, I got to be honest, I'm a little bit nervous also about playing against the Lions right now because of the uncertainties. I don't have the information I normally have with preseason games. Right. That was going to be my other question is with no fans or limited fans, with no preseason games, with all like, I just don't know. I mean, look, I don't know you could take too much from college football, Steve, in week one, but it seems like all the games were blowouts. Army killed Middle Tennessee. 
BYU destroyed Navy. South Alabama somehow beat up on Southern. It, there weren't really close games. I don't know what that means, if it translates to the NFL or not, but it's just something that stood out to me. Loser must leave town game, like that old wrestling promo, right? The Southern Miss coach that's like, ah, I don't need this. I'm gone, right? Um, all right, so I am tempted to lay the point, the nine points with the Chiefs. I know that it's you know not going to be a home crowd or whatever, but it's still opening night. They're at home. It just feels to me like the Chiefs could win this one by double digits. It just goes against everything in me as a former player, Steve, to lay nine points like that. So I'll just lean to the Chiefs laying the nine. I'll lean as well. I love the Chiefs. I think they're undervalued despite winning the Super Bowl. Nine straight wins, nine straight covers. All about Mahomes getting healthy second half of the year. Defense getting better under Spagnola. I don't like the playoff revenge for the blowout win that favors Houston. I don't like that the weather may not be perfect for the Chiefs to extend. I don't like that Breland is out for the Chiefs, an injury in their secondary. For all those reasons, just a lean to Kansas City. On to Sunday, Steve, the Baltimore Ravens. Minus eight at home against the Cleveland Browns with a over-under of 48 and a half. I'll lean to the Browns here. Uh, Browns did get a win last year. Browns have seen um, the Ravens' unique offense twice last year, so they should be able to make adjustments. I'm very cautious about new coaches in a COVID year, limited practice, so I don't know how that is going to you know, go ahead and impact the Browns with Stefanski. But bottom line, the Browns were so poorly coached the last three years. Maybe it's, it'll help them even in a COVID year just to lean to the Browns. I'm going for it, Steve. Uh, might be against my better judgment, but I'm putting one unit, not a huge bet, but one unit on the Cleveland Browns. Here's the logic. You know, the Ravens haven't had a lot of practices to make sure they get all those handoffs and everything, the intricacy of their offense really going, number one. Number two, the Browns, no preseason games. They've been able to work on stopping Lamar Jackson and that offense the entire training camp, the whole time. Number three, I happen to think the Browns are going to be pretty good this year. Odell Beckham Jr., Baker Mayfield, bounce back years. And number four, I know that the Ravens feel like they know what the Browns coaches are going to do, Stefanski on offense and what they're doing defensively. But it's week one, and it's new personnel. So they don't really know what they're going to do. All those reasons – I am taking the Cleveland Browns and the eight points for one unit. All right, Ross, the Philadelphia Eagles at the Washington football team. Washington at home, and they are getting six points with an over-under of 43. Right, so I would lean Philly here, uh, especially with you know the statement that Jason Peters is going to play left tackle. That makes me feel better about it as well. I just think going back to the unknown of what's going on this week and what things will be like, you know, there is a new coaching staff in Washington. So yes, it hurts them from the sense of continuity and chemistry, but it helps them in terms of the unknown a little bit. I think the Eagles probably win the game, but I don't know that I want to lay six points. So it's a pass for me. If anything, I guess I'd lean, I'd lay the six. Uh, it's a lean for the Eagles. 
going to lean on Washington here. You know, the Eagles, this is a team I wanted to bet on this year because they were so injured last year. Cluster injuries in the defensive secondary, cluster injuries at wide receiver. Well, the Eagles are hurt again. Cluster injuries again at wide receiver. So the rookie Rieger isn't going to play. Uh, Jeffrey is out. So all of a sudden you got Deshaun Jackson and very little else. Um, Dallas Goddard should have a big game. Uh, but you take a look at Wentz didn't practice last week as well. Their running back is banged up with all these problems popping up with the Eagles. And frankly, remember that week, I think it was 15 game. The Eagles trailed against Washington with 30 seconds to play. Eagles win by 10. Phony win completely. No way they should have covered that game. So I'll lean to Washington. Concerns, of course, with a brand new head coach, though. Next up, it's the Colts and Jags uh, in Jacksonville, Steve. Uh, Jacksonville getting eight points uh, with a total of 45. Yeah, I can only look to the favorite. I'm going to lean here. I did bet Indy back when it was seven. I'm not going to lay eight. If you're looking for a teaser, it's a perfectly good teaser as well. Jacksonville, I can't help but think about Miami, how they started last year when there was questions about were they committed to winning and letting Fournette go. I mean, this is a huge deal. They have nothing behind him. So Jacksonville is going to go with Armstead and Chris Thompson at running back. That is a huge downgrade and sends a message to the team. Hey, we don't really care if we win this year. I could only look to Andy, lean Andy. I would would also lean to the Colts as well. I just – I can't lay eight points on the road NFL week one. I just can't do it. I mean, I'm sorry. I know the Jags feel disrespected. I think they'll come out. Whatever fight the Jags have, they're going to have it in this first game. It's just a lean to Indy laying the eight for me. Ross, our next game, it's the Jets and the Bills in Buffalo. Uh, Where is it? Minus six and a half points for Buffalo with a low total of 39 and a half. So I'll put one unit on the Bills, laying the six and a half. That is a decent amount of points. I think the Jets are really bad. Uh, you know, their receivers, Mims and Perriman, have both been like beat up all through camp. Their O line, they're still trying to figure that out and move guys around. Now they're going to Buffalo. I know there's not a crowd, but still, I, I just feel like I think the Bills win the game, and I'd be surprised if the Bills didn't win by at least a touchdown. One point, I'm higher on the Bills than most people. One one unit on the Bills laying the six and a half. I'll lean to the Bills. I'm with Ross. If I knew that Perriman and Mims, if one of them was going to miss, they're both probable, I would be on the Bills because I don't trust Darnold to be able to handle adjustments and to have to go with his fourth and fifth wide receivers. And frankly, I think Robbie Anderson leaving is a big deal. And now what, Crowder's your number one. So no playmakers for the Jets. We saw nothing from Bell in the running game. Brand new O-line, supposedly improved, but it's going to take time to gel. I'll uh, lean to the Bills. Steve, let's go to New England. Patriots are hosting the Miami Dolphins. Dolphins getting six and a half points. Our total is 43. I cannot bet this until I see Cam Newton play. It is possible... New England might be really good if Cam returns to his 2018 level when he was tremendous, actually, his first eight games of the year. But I got to see it first. With that uncertainty, I got to pass. I'm going to put a unit on the Dolphins. Um, Everything you just said to me, said Steve, makes sense. I, too, am a little bit wondering. I think Josh McDaniels will have some really creative things 
for Cam Newton. And so that worries me a little bit. But, man, they lost a lot. I mean, they lost a lot on defense. They lost their right tackle. Fitzpatrick starting, you know, they just won week 17 up there in New England. Now you're going to give me six and a half points again. One unit on the Dolphins getting six and a half. Chicago at Detroit, Ross. Uh, Bears getting three points with a total of 44 and a half. Just to lean to the Lions for me here, I, I feel like whatever the Bears have, right, whatever Trubisky can do, he knows he's on thin ice. He knows there's a short leash. Whatever his best is, I feel like they're – you know what? I take that back. I just talked myself into it. I'm putting a unit on the Lions. I, I feel like no matter what Trubisky says, he knows Foles is over his shoulder. I think the Lions win the game. I think maybe worst-case scenario, I push laying the three. One unit laying the three points with the Lions. And this is another one of those games where I did bet it, but I'm not going to bet it laying three because the Lions were laying one and a half over the course of the summer. Think about this line. The season win number on the Lions is seven. The Bears, it's eight. So the season win number says the Bears are better, and yet the Lions with no fans are laying three in this game. So limited home field advantage. The market is saying they hate Mitch Trubisky, and they really think Foles is the better quarterback for the Bears. The Lions are in a good spot in that they went 0-2 in close games against the Bears last year, which with Driscoll and the much-despised David Blau, and both of those games were super competitive. The Lions were close in those games. If they were close in those games, they should be able to win this game. I will lean Lions. Steve, the Falcons are getting one and a half points at home against the Seattle Seahawks. Total 49. Going to pass this game, but I do want to talk teasers. I know I burned Ross on teasers before, but um, if you can get six points on a dog, whatever the catch in like plus one and a half, and you get them up to plus seven and a half, that can be an attractive um, proposition. I mentioned I leaned to a teaser with Indy. If you need something to play that with, I would look towards Atlanta. I do think that Atlanta D improved so much with Raheem Morris taking over the play calling last year. He's the D.C. now this year. So I think Atlanta a little undervalued. I'll lean to Atlanta. I think you can use Atlanta in teasers. So I would just I would just lean Seattle here. Um, I, it, it's hard for me to bet against Russell Wilson. It really is. Laying a point and a half, I'll pass the game, but I would lean Seattle. Not much of a lean, though. Ross, the Green Bay Packers are getting two and a half points at the Vikings with a total of 46. Right. Um, I like the Packers uh, more than other people do. I'm curious as to see what the impact is of Ngakwe this week. You know, the weakness of the Vikings, their corners, is not really a strength of the Packers with the wide receiver issues. Uh, I'll stay away from this game, but if I was going to take it, I would take the Packers and the points. That would be my lean. I will have some best bets coming up, but recurring theme, I made a case big time for the Packers having a, tr a ton of value plus three and a half. As a pro better, I will be kicked out of the sharp club if I recommend a plus two and a half bet on a team. I had all summer to get three and a half. Nothing has changed, you know, in t except for Minnesota's upgrade a little bit with Ngakwe. And yet uh, you could have had three and a half. So if you like Green Bay two and a half, you should have bet it last month. Plus three and a half, I'll pass. 
First game ever as a Las Vegas Raider there at the Carolina Panthers. Uh, Raiders laying three and a half on this one, Steve. Total 47 and a half. Oh, my clients are going to wonder about this. I have to put an explanation. Okay, I gave out the Raiders minus one as a best bet. Well, now that it's three and a half, sure. I will go ahead and take the underdog plus three and a half. The three is so important in the NFL, and I get it. You want to bet against Carolina. Carolina has the most transition in the NFL, and we're seeing money coming in against, in a COVID year, teams with a new coach, a new quarterback, et cetera. But the Raiders, they lost Williams, their number one wide receiver. I mean, who is Carr going to be throwing the ball to? Renfro and rookies. And you know the Raiders can't stop anyone on defense, so it will be a shootout asking them to get separation too much. I'll put two units plus three and a half on Carolina. Wow. That's a big bet there, Steve. Um, I like the Raiders this year. I don't like the Panthers this year. But that doesn't mean I'm taking the Raiders laying three and a half points in this game. Can't really do it. I'd rather go ahead and go to DraftKings where they've moved the spread to Kansas City plus 101 points for all users. Think about that. It's free money. If you've never made a bet before or if you've made bets but you haven't made it on DraftKings, get the DraftKings Sportsbook app, deposit whatever you want to deposit. Just make sure you use the code ROSS so you get the deposit bonus. And then put a max bet, I think it may be 50 bucks, on the Chiefs and win. Win those $50. Then do the free Survivor Pool as well, which is awesome. Love Survivor Pools. Love that you can enter for free and get a share of up to $100 million in giveaways. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code ROSS to take advantage of this no-brainer of an offer. That's promo code ROSS to get in on all of the action for a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or PA only. Bonus comprised of a first deposit bonus and a first bet match, each up to $500. Deposit bonus requires 25 times playthrough. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem called 100 Gambler. All right. What do we got, Brian? Uh, you are doing the Raiders and Panthers. Or did you already pass that one? I passed it. Okay. So let's go to the four o'clock games. Uh, and Ross, we'll start with you. Uh, Chargers at the Bengals. Joe Burrow's debut. Uh, three and a half points of what the Bengals are getting with a total of 43. Yeah. Kind of torn on this one. I like the Bengals this year more than others. I don't like the Chargers, but I'm scared for that Bengals offensive line going against Joey Bosa and Melvin Ingram and those guys. But no Derwin James on the back end. What the heck? One unit on the Bengals getting three and a half points as a home dog. And I'll agree, and this is going to be a best bet I am on. The Bengals plus the three and a half. So we have, Brian, a best bet. The best bet. Ross mentions it. The loss of Derwin James, that's a big deal. You lose one of your very best defenders. And Keenan Allen's a really good wide receiver, but you lose another good wide receiver and Williams not playing here. So that is going to be an issue. Rookie quarterbacks, I'm okay backing in the first month. No tape on them. So um, Burrow, uh, because of that, will have an advantage in his first few games in terms of um, adjustments he wants or his transition and any weaknesses he may have starting out. Um, and frankly, the Chargers are masters 
at blowing games like this, close games, finding creative ways to not just not cover, but to lose them outright. You know, one quick note on the on the um, the DraftKings getting 101 points for Kansas City. Ross, I think they should give us like plus 21 points, not 101 points. Make us at least sweat the free money. What do you think? <laughs> All right, Steve, next up, we're going to go to San Francisco, or actually Santa Clara. The Cardinals at the 49ers, and the Cardinals are getting seven points with a total of 47 and a half. All right, I'll put one unit on Arizona. Uh, Kyler Murray has been very good against the 49ers defense. So Arizona was able to put up points in both games last year. And with Hopkins now, I think Kingsbury will be able to use the three and four wide receiver sets. I expect Arizona to get their points. And I don't see how San Francisco is going to be able to separate. They lose their number two wide receiver, Sanders. Samuel, if he plays, he's not close to 100%. Um, so uh, Ayuk isn't, uh, he's banged up as well. So wide receiver cluster injuries is going to make it very difficult for San Francisco to separate here. I will be on Arizona. Yeah, Arizona played them great both games last year. They're getting seven points. Even Bosa and Ford are a little banged up coming off the edge in this game. This is one of my best bets of the weekend. I love Arizona getting seven points. Two units, Arizona getting the seven. Best bet for me and Steve again. The best bet. Ross, Tom Brady makes his debut with the Tampa Bay Bucks in New Orleans. The... Saints favored by three and a half total, 49. I mean, when's the last time, Steve, Tom Brady was a three and a half point underdog? It's kind of unbelievable, right? And for that fact and that fact only, there's no home field advantage in New Orleans anymore. There's no fans there. I'm putting a unit. I wouldn't be surprised if the Bucs win the game. One unit on Brady and the Bucs getting three and a half points. I'm going to pass the game. You know, it's interesting. You look at two quarterbacks, Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady, and you look at their accuracy, and the narrative is that these are still elite quarterbacks. The reality is I went to next-gen stats and looked at their accuracy, and both these quarterbacks have been below-average quarterbacks in accuracy the past two years in terms of how many they completed versus what they should have completed. So I'm down on both quarterbacks. I'm looking to bet against Tampa because of that. But I'm worried about Drew Brees. I'm worried about the locker room. I'm worried about his focus and his commitment. And because of that, I'm going to pass this game. Sunday night football, Steve. Dallas Cowboys at the brand-new SoFi Stadium in Los Angeles against the Rams. Rams, though, at home, they are getting three points. Total, 52. Three's the magic number. I'll take the Rams plus the three for a unit. You know, the Cowboys, I'm super high on them. And they really should have won 10 games last year. But the strength of the Cowboys is always the offensive line. And now Frederick isn't playing their center. And they just lost another one of their linemen. And all of a sudden, you know what? If they don't have this awesome O-line to grind it out for Zeke Elliott, who doesn't seem to break tackles anymore, all of a sudden, you got to wonder about how effective the passing game is going to be. So Rams one unit plus three. Yeah, the, the center and left guard issues, and then you've got Lyle Collins out at right tackle. That's a little concerning to me. So I'm going to pass the game. Otherwise, I would have leaned to the Dallas Cowboys. We've got two Monday night football games, Ross. We'll start on the East Coast, the one that you're going to be doing. Pittsburgh at the New York Giants. G-Men getting five and a half points at home, 47 and a half the total. 
kind of feel like the only way you could go here is with the Giants. I mean, I, that's a lot of points to lay on the road for the Steelers with Big Ben being an unknown. So I'll just lean Giants, getting the five and a half. Maybe they win. If not, I think they probably keep it close. Um, so I'll, I'll lean to the Giants getting the five and a half points. Yeah, and I think this is one we're going to just sit back and wait because the narrative is that these brand new coaches that are unproven are really going to struggle with limited practices. And you're seeing all the money steaming on the Steelers. It's already up to six in some spots. And I got to tell you, getting seven versus getting six versus getting five and a half is so much better. It's a Monday night game. And the Steelers were eight and eight last year with no quarterback play. So there's a strong case to make that they're undervalued. I think the money just keeps coming on the Steelers. Let's be patient. Check back on Monday night to see how many points we can get on those G-Men. Final game of the week, Steve. The second Monday night game. It's Tennessee at the Denver Broncos. Pick them with a total of 41. All right. I am super high on the Titans, much higher than the rest of the country. Mariota, he was bad for the Titans. Titans start two and four. And Tannehill comes in, and they're good. Seven and three. They played very well in the playoffs. You win in New England. Uh, you win in Baltimore. You're competitive in Kansas City. What a run. Worried about Derrick Henry and his 380 carries, but that's more of a worry, him bogging down at the end of the year. You add Clowney. They're going for it. So I want to bet Tennessee. However, if there's one week you cannot bet against Denver, it's week one when they're home. They have been incredibly good, and this makes sense. Teams are not in full football shape to play a full game. I want to ask Ross about this and really showing up over the years, playing in Denver and altitude. Ross, did you ever play in Denver early in the year, do you recall? And um, did you have issues regarding that? Never played in Denver early in the year, but I can tell you this. First of all, it's real. Like the altitude thing is real. Secondly, early in the season, Steve, you are gassed anyway. Like, Number one, if you get in the preseason game, I don't care what kind of shape you're in, that first long drive or second drive, you, you are sucking wind because you just can't replicate being in a game against these guys and what that's like. And that's if you have a preseason game. Then and you get to the regular season, and the same thing happens that first regular season game just because of the intensity and everything. They're not getting that stuff. So I'm going to lean Denver. I'm not going to pick them. I'm not going to put a unit on it, but I'm going to lean Denver for the reason, Steve, that, that you just mentioned, because I do think that that absolutely is a factor. Uh, speaking, by the way, Steve, of factors, I think every week we're going to let one of our listeners ask you a question presented by the DraftKings Sportsbook app. So it'll be our DraftKings segment. What they need to do, is take advantage of the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Put in the code Ross. Now, if you're in a, you can you can sign up no matter where you are and get the app on your phone. And I believe you can deposit no matter where you are. You can only bet, place a wager in the states that are legalized. So do that. Send me a question, Ross at RossTucker.com. This is from uh, Diajanis Derbyshire, Steve. And again, this is the DraftKings sportsbook segment of the day. He said, I think he was referring back, Steve, to our numbers. You know, up 60-some units combined, uh, the best bets. He said, I wonder how the totals would look 
if they accounted for the VIG? Is it as easy as taking 0.9 of the total Birdman has and assume a minus 110? Of course, that wouldn't account for Fez's parlays or when he buys half a point or plays his derivative bets. It's hard for people using overseas books because those sites mess with the VIG a lot. You get all sorts of crap like minus 112, minus 114, minus 109. Yeah, great question. So the answer is it's a little bit complicated. Um, if you're up 66, um, if you have 66 more winners than losers, then you can't just take back um, you know, 10% of your expectation because think about it, if you had a million trials, you'd be down, right? If you're only up 66, we haven't had that many that many plays. So you'd actually have to go through and we're go moving forward. We're going to start to go ahead. I'm going to start keeping a spreadsheet for all the numbers and what the exact VIG is. So at the end of the year, be able to tell you what the um, exact units are, you know, going forward. That's a good point because that does change. But you know what? We're very open about that. You know what I mean? Like, we're very open that we're just going based on the spread. You got to look at what the VIG is at DraftKings Sportsbook app, what the juice is, if there is a big change. I didn't notice. Almost all the ones I noticed, Steve, were minus 110, minus 110. I mean, I, I don't know that I noticed anyone's. Okay, Chargers were minus 109, Bengals minus 112. So there is a little bit of that, I guess. And that's really a distinction without a difference. We we always used the term when I was an actuary, we always say that's de minimis. So it'll all, you know, even out. So we don't even need to look at that. But when you're starting to lay minus the dollar twenties, absolutely. That becomes an impact. He is Steve Fezzik. Great job there. Great, great question. Keep them coming. Looks like we got a question next week from Bill. Keep them coming. We love the DraftKings question of the week here on the even money podcast. Check out Steve and all the great stuff he does at Fezzik Sports. I'm at Ross Tucker NFL. Good luck, everybody. Hope you guys win some money. Thanks for listening to the Even Money Podcast. Make sure to also subscribe to the Ross Tucker Football Podcast, the Fantasy Feast, Business of Sports, and the College Draft. All available at Apple Podcasts, RossTucker.com, or wherever podcasts can be found.